Just before the episode begins, here's a reminder that we are on a website called On Podium, where you can find all our episodes, you can find blogs, you can register to become a guest, you can write reviews, uh, you can subscribe from there, uh, including our videos, uh, which go onto YouTube. You can even donate if you want to support us. And um, what's the address, Nick? So it's 2-5-5-1.onpodium.co. On to the episode. Hello, welcome to 251, Two Pianists, Five Minutes, One Subject. And today we're going to be talking about the novel by Garson Kanin, Blow Up a Storm. My name is Nick Tomlin. And my name's Simon Whiteside, and this is 251. Blow Up a Storm is a novel by uh, Garson Kanin, who was a professional writer um, whose stories had appeared in, in magazines, Esquire, Vogue, etc. Um, however, he'd also been a musician in a sort of previous life. And, um, uh, and this is a, a book that he, he's, he wrote about those experiences, really. And it's written in the first person, sort of told in flashback, um, and deals with a, a, basically the formation of a, of a band. I haven't actually read the book. You have, Simon. So I'm gonna, at this point, I'm going to hand over to you, I think. Yeah, well, I can say a little bit more about the, the author. He was a musician. He played a saxophone himself. Um, he was also an actor, a playwright, a film director, and a scriptwriter. Mm. His scripts are some of... He, he wrote some very well-known films. Probably his most well-known film is the film Adam, Adam's Rib, starring Spencer Tracy oh, and yeah. Catherine Hepfer, Hepburn. And uh, he also wrote a book about Spencer Tracy later in his life. Mm. Um, and he was known for being quite... You know, he was, he's got a good turn of phrase, and he said uh, some interesting things, really. Um, I'd ra- you know, Capra, the film director, mm-hmm. he said, I'd rather be Capra than God, if there is a Capra, <laughs> which is brilliant. Um, <laughs> I want everyone to be smart, as smart as they can be. A world of ignorant people is too dangerous to live in, <laughs> which is somewhat prescient. Mm. When your work speaks for itself... Don't interrupt. <laughs> so, he, you know, he, he, was a, he was a good guy in that respect. Mm. And his pro style does have a lot of wit in it. For example, the, the lead player, the trumpet player and the lead character in the book says uh, about another trumpeter, he strives for a clinker and always gets it, which is um, pretty good. And also, I think there's some very good jazz observations. For example, uh, on page 100, uh, three saxophone players have a l- long conversation about reeds. And... Also, he made some good jazz observations. For example, um, chorus has to have a concept. You remember one time Otis Ferguson saying to me, a chorus must have a spine, like a sentence. It has to have a subject and an object and a verb. Mm. So, you know, to me, that makes very good Mm. sense. Um, And he talks about things like um, jam sessions and he talks about authenticity and bravura and uh, yeah there's i overall i think it's very good and well worth a read but to sum it up is quite difficult so um i think the best thing to do is to read you the original liner note and that really encapsulates the whole thing those were the wild young days and nights the narrator of blow up a storm recalls 
filled with experiment and discovery about music and about living. We often did night things by day and day things by night, sometimes skipped sleep entirely, worked when we had to, but ate and played and loved when we felt to. A seemingly casual telephone call catapults him back into a turbulent past. The floodgate of memory is opened, and much as he tries to postpone it, even escape it, the truth about the past is revealed to him in an electrifying climax. Reliving his days in jazz, when he was part of the birth, growth, and death of a band, he sees in its history an image of mankind's most explosive problem, that of people trying to live together in spite of a multitude of differences. Involved in the life of the band are Woody, its leader, who creates with one part of his complex personality and destroys with another, Slug, a huge black gifted drummer who feels rhythm in all things, who lives and dies beating it out, Edmond, a dazzling French girl who is in love with the band and whose search into the jazz jungle reveals her to herself, and Dan, a rollicking sensualist who will try anything twice. Albie is incomplete without a piano, and the Davis brothers from Harlem and their sisters Clara and Eunice. Lastly, the narrator himself, part and yet not part of this strange iridescent world. The action ranges from New York in the great age of jazz to wartime London and to Paris and to present-day Chicago. In Blow Up a Storm, Garson Kanin has written a witty, exciting, and moving first novel about the way in which rich and poor, Negro and white, wicked and pure, together achieved a beauty and a purpose far greater than any that they ever found by themselves. Wow, that's definitely uh, sounds worth reading, Simon. I'll have to borrow your copy of that. Uh, anyway, we're coming to the end of our five minutes, so uh, my name's Nick Tomlin. Goodbye. And my name is Simon Whiteside. Goodbye. Goodbye.